Hey, Boondockers, where are you staying tonight? I'm Jeremy Storton. I'm an advanced Cicerone, host of the Good Beer Matters podcast, and an occasional traveler. I'll be your host as we search for a great place to stay and a happier life on the road. This is the Roads and Stays Audio Magazine, the best 30 minutes you'll spend all day. Whether you're an RV weekend warrior or travel full-time, fixes and updates are always on the chore list. That's why Harvest Host has compiled this helpful RV renovation guide, complete with DIY tips, maintenance tricks, and everything in between. Download our free guide linked in this episode description to finally get your to-do list done. Hey there, travelers. Welcome back to the Roads and Stays audio magazine brought to you by Harvest Hosts. To kick off this episode, I want to share some questions I've been pondering lately. The questions center around how to enjoy RV travel, considering how little vacation time Americans get compared to the rest of the world. And how can we live the RV lifestyle when we still have to work? My next guests talk about the conversation that changed everything for them, as well as the why and how they answered these questions. But first, here's the latest in RV news. Let the stars be your guide. The Black Forest Star Party. Stargazing is like uncovering a hidden treasure map in the night sky. As you gaze up, you'll unlock the secrets of constellations, spotting celestial creatures, and legendary heroes from tales of old. It's a chance to spark your kids' imaginations and fuel their thirst for knowledge about the vastness of space. Get ready for a celestial extravaganza at the upcoming Black Forest Star Party. This is set against the pristine backdrop of Cherry Springs State Park in Potter County, Pennsylvania, this coming September 15th through 17th in 2023. There will be lectures, workshops, and night sky photography sessions providing an unparalleled opportunity to explore the stars. RV overload. How much do you weigh? I remember once looking in my rearview mirror and watching my trailer's back end swing wildly from side to side. Luckily, I managed to solve my weight distribution problem before it caused damage or worse. Weight is a big deal for RVs, and it's all about safety. RV manufacturers set the Gross Vehicle Weight Rating, or the GVWR, for a reason. When you load up your motorhome or travel trailer with more weight than it's designed to handle, you create safety and stability issues. Overloading puts pressure on the braking system, and too much weight makes it harder to steer. Excessive weight can also cause a tire blowout, poor fuel efficiency, or structural damage to your camper. For around $10 or $15, you can weigh your RV at a truck stop or a fuel center using their CAT scales and ensure your weight rating and your safety. Next level adventures in a teardrop trailer. Teardrop trailers are those ultimate light and fast travel companions for adventure seekers. Despite their small stature, these trailers defy expectations with their clever design. Inside their petite shells, you'll discover an ingenious puzzle of nooks and crannies that magically unfold to reveal a surprising amount of storage and living space. But their genuine joy lies in their hitch-and-go ease of use, allowing you to chase sunsets, share laughter around campfires, and embark on spontaneous adventures, all while towing a delightful conversation starter that beckons curious smiles from fellow travelers. 
These tiny campers are ideal for solo getaways, family adventures, or campouts with a couple of big dogs. A teardrop trailer is more than a camper. It's an invitation to dream big in a compact package. Don't forget to pack your solar suitcase. Before you roam off-grid, join other savvy campers who've discovered a game-changing companion, portable solar power. Imagine the freedom of charging batteries, firing up appliances, and keeping your gadgets buzzing all while treading lightly on the planet. You can do it with a solar generator. Since solar generators use solar panels to capture and convert sunlight into electricity, there are no noisy engines or moving parts. Enjoy the serenity of nature without the constant humming or roaring of traditional generators. They don't use fossil fuels, which makes them a clean, odorless alternative to gas-fueled generators. Road-ready slumber in search of the perfect RV mattress. A bad RV mattress can turn your dream road trip into a sleepless nightmare. If you feel like Goldilocks in search of the most comfortable bed, you're not alone. Most RV manufacturers stick a stock mattress on the bed. You get stuck with one that's either too hard or too soft. A bad mattress can also cause pressure point discomfort and backaches. If you share the bed with a partner, you might even experience way too much motion transfer. With each restless night, your energy wanes and you end up being a crabby camper. Luckily, there's a solution. In the news, where did the campsites go? Reserving a campsite in a national or state park has turned into a high-stakes treasure hunt. It's no secret that these coveted spots have become as rare as a hidden gem, with adventurers from far and wide vying for their own slice of wilderness wonder. It's a battleground where campers compete for the ultimate prize, a patch of land beneath towering trees or beside a tranquil lake. People often book sites months in advance. They book more than they need and end up being no-shows. That's because in many parks, it's cheaper and easier to no-show than it is to cancel a reservation. The key to success lies in a cunning strategy, lightning-fast internet connections, and the resilience to weather countless disappointments. To learn more about any and all of these stories, check out the links in our show notes. You can connect with us each month as we bring a monthly roundup of news about RV life. We'll highlight new RVs, tech that makes your travels better, all of the happenings in the outdoor space, and of course, some of the best farms, wineries, breweries, and more around North America. In the meantime, you can stay in touch with your Harvest Host team through our chat systems at harvesthost.com. Small towns scattered from sea to sea have a ton to offer, but accessing them isn't always easy. With Harvest Hosts and Boondockers Welcome, you'll have the chance to stay at local farms, wineries, golf courses, private properties, and more. The all-access plan gives you unlimited overnight stays with the largest and most fun camping network at over 7,000 locations across North America, without any camping fees. One yearly fee is the same cost as three to four nights at a typical campsite. Say goodbye to Wally Docking, and instead... Wake up on the farm. And now, on to the show. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you are and wherever you're listening to this, uh, I'm really excited about this next story because at some point, you know, many of us dream about going on trips, going on vacation, going camping, but there's always this, this 
uh, hurdle that sometimes we have to get over that. I don't know if we have time. I've got to work. You know, what if we don't have internet access? And that really uh, puts a, a wrench in, in my uh, RV engine, if you will. Um, but Mark and Julie, uh, I, I'm excited to talk to you because you guys have managed to find that wrench, pull it out of your RV engine and go on these wonderful trips despite all those challenges. Welcome to the Roten Stays audio magazine. Well, thank you so much, Jeremy. We're thank excited you. to be here. Um, I love your analogy, so, the, the wrench in the RV engine. <laughs> the, the wrench in the RV engine. Yeah, we you know, and, and, and how many times have we had those conversations with people like, oh, I'd love to, but I just can't. And, oh and uh, as you can tell, uh, uh, for, for those of you who are listening, I am completely bald. And so I've pulled my hair out every single time I've heard someone, oh, I don't know if I can do that. It's all figure outable. So today, with the help of you, Mark and Julie, we're going to figure this out, right? Awesome. Um, awesome. Before we go any further, though, uh, please tell us a little bit about yourselves and who you are and what you do. Well, we're Julia Mark Bennett from RV Love, and we first heard about the idea of RVing back in, gosh, I think it was 2011. But I think, like many of you might be thinking, how are we going to do this? And, and life gets in the way. And fast forward to 2014, we had sold our home, hit the bought an RV, hit the road. And uh, to summarize, nine years, very quickly, we traveled to all 50 states while working full time, 48 of those with the RV. And along the way, we've written a couple of best selling books, um, Living the RV Life, Your Ultimate yeah. Guide to Life on the Road and RV Hacks. And they're published through Simon & Schuster. And so we love sharing what we've learned and basically helping make the road ahead easier for others. So that's we love to write. We can go in depth with a lot of great information there. And we have a blog, rvlove.com, and you can find us all over social media. But yeah, we just we just love sharing and helping people think differently and creatively about different ways they can live the lifestyle in a way that works for them and their budget. Well, and I'm dying to know how you sailed your RV to Hawaii, but we'll save that for a blog post on, on, uh, <laughs> we didn't on your remember website. Remember, it's in 48 uh, with the RV, Hawaii and uh, Alaska. You, you didn't just build like this wooden raft and park it on there and hope for the best. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really long trip, though. I wouldn't advise it. And it's very, it's not yeah. an RV friendly, it's not RV friendly, Hawaii. They don't, they don't really, we looked into it. Yeah, we did look into it. And we're just it. like, yeah, no. And we're glad because we ended up going in December. And it rained so much at the time, it would have been miserable in an RV. Yeah. Oh, but rain in Hawaii is fantastic, though. I, I got to say, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's always warm. It's like a warm shower. Um, th yeah, that is a kind of a trick because you're on island. They have to be very mindful with their trash, all the food trucks and coffee carts, whatever. They, they have a very specific system about how they deal with that because... Mm -hmm you know, it's either going to stay on the island because at, at some point it's going to fill up or they have to ship it, which is expensive. So yeah, mm. it, it's a little, it's a, it's a little bit of a thing. Um, I didn't really thought about but, that. Uh, doing that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, one, one of the things I want to fill out too is uh, you, you just showed your books. We'll show them again at the end. Uh, you guys are authors, you're uh, RV educators, which is a kind of a cool term. And I love that, uh, you know, on your website, you have a long list of, of major media sites that you've been in, uh, uh, interviewed on, Lonely Planet, New York Times. There's so many more. We've only got a 20-minute interview, so I'm not going to rattle them all off. Uh, but but, but uh, you guys have proverbially gotten around both in your RV and on the media sites. Uh, yeah. I think it's fair to say. Everyone yeah, we, miles. we have, and we really, we do love sharing and educating, and we have been able to 
get into some of those major media outlets as a respected and trusted source for the education because yeah. Julie and I really focus on more long form content. We like to be able to not just give little snacks, but to give something meaty that people can really learn from. Mm -hmm. And that comes from both of our backgrounds. You know, Julie was a coach in some personal development. I was a coach in a previous career as well. And as Julie mentioned, when we hit the road, I had a full-time job for another company. We haven't always just worked for ourselves doing books and blogs and education. And we have an online school as well. But when we first hit the road, I was working as an operation project manager for a large nutritional supplement company out of Texas and was able to do that job remotely. And then over time, we just, um, which why the first thing we hit the road, she mentioned we hit the road. The first question we had was how do we stay connected? And so once we had that answer, then it was then just we all about shopping. <laughs> getting, out, getting out there yeah, and enjoying yeah. this lifestyle. Because as you alluded to at the beginning of the call is that it's all about the choices you make. You make you may sacrifice this for this, but there's always, like you said, figure outable. You can make it work and you just got to make things a priority. If you're traveling and working full time, you got to make sure you're in places that you can connect and connect reliably. And, and then you can still be right outside the door of a national park. So right as soon as you get off work, you're there. You know, and that's one of the things I tell people because I, I work for myself too. And, you know, yeah. I'll say something like, you know, let's use Hawaii, for example. I don't want to work when I go to Hawaii, mm -hmm. but if I have to work, at least I can do it in Hawaii <laughs> or a national park. Mm -hmm. I don't want to work in a national park, but if I have to work, at least I can do it with the national park right outside my door. That mm -hmm. is kind of a cool concept. Um, and, and I want to dive a little bit further into that. But, you know, before we do, one thing I want to make sure we tap our foot on or a base where I want to tap our foot on is I think about those people who, you know, uh, we, we talked about this, uh, you know, if you're retired and you retired well, you can get an RV and do whatever the heck you want. Uh, if you if you have young children, that that's a, another layer of challenge. But, you know, if, if they're young, it's kind of easy, uh, relatively speaking, compared to older kids. Uh, like I've got kids in junior high and high school and, and they want to be in school. Um, and but I think about those people. And online, uh, which, you know, and that's a yeah, that's another thing they want to have their friends well, they're they're all do high school networks, activities. their network of friends. Yeah, so it, want to be in that. Mm -hmm. But I think about those people like, oh, God, I would love to go travel around 50 states like Mark and Julie. Um, but I just don't know. I don't know if we could do that. Tell us about that first conversation. I, I, I read about this on your website and I, it just it really got me curious. You talked about being in some pizza joint, talking to some other RVers mm -hmm. about asking all these questions. And that's what helped you decide, hey, maybe we can do this. Tell me about that conversation. Well, it was like more of a, a glimmer, like a, a like a light had come on. We were they would been visiting the uh, Great Sand Dunes National Park in Colorado. We were on our way home, stopped into this pizza place, and there was just a couple at the uh, table next to us, and they were just laughing and having such a fun time. And we go, man, these people really know how to enjoy life. They were, you know, probably in their maybe mid to late fifties, and so we were quite fascinated. We struck up a conversation and learned that they live full time in an RV, and it was just um, after the 2008 financial meltdown uh, that they were living in Florida and that didn't fare so well during those times and they just realised, mm -hmm. I guess they were just, I don't know the detail of the situation, but I guess pretty upside down and decided to go get an RV and travel and they were still working. 
um, I don't recall exactly what they did. I think he, he might have done some things um, with the church or with doing a pastor. Or I, c I can't quite remember, but all we remember is their energy. And they were just full of life and fun and laughing and just having the time of their lives. And they, so we had all these questions like, what do you mean you live full time in an RV? It's so funny now. We've been doing this for nine years to think back to that moment where we were clueless about all of this stuff. And our, what was our first question was, how do you get your mail? Which to me is a funny question now because so many so things, so much now. in our life is digitized, right? And you can get things via email and paperless statements and all that. And, and, and of course there are mail services in case you have that question that can take care of that for you without getting into the weeds of that. Yeah. There is a solution. Uh, but, you know, we were just all excited, drove home, talking about it all the way. Could we do this? And that sounds like a really cool thing to do. But that was also a few months before our wedding. So, you know, we got home and you get back into the routine of life, right? And back to jobs and commutes and wedding planning. And then we forgot about it, frankly, didn't we, for another couple of years. And then we sat down, you know, we got that, had the house, had the cars, all the traditional things that, um, you know, people want to have in their life. And, and we were just All the things there. that society tells us we need, right? Yeah, yeah. And we, and we love to drive. So we had nice, cool cars. Mark had a Subaru WX because he's a bit of a spirited driver. <laughs> and we had a convertible, <laughs> a little Mazda Miata, and we love zipping around. And, and so we've always loved driving. And we had a dog. So when we thought about doing more travel and having more experiences and not things, we didn't want to... We had a townhome. We like we don't want a bigger house. We don't have kids. We don't need a bigger house. You get a bigger house, eventually you're gonna to have to downsize anyway. So let's skip that part and just stay where we are. Or with a with a big house, you have to fill it or it fills empty. And then you yeah, end up buried underneath more, stuff. More right? Expense and more maintenance and more cleaning and bigger bills. And we didn't mm -hmm. want any of that. We wanted more travel experiences. And then when we sat down and thought, explored all the options. That's when Mark said, remember that couple we met in the pizza restaurant in Colorado Springs that traveled in an RV? And I'm like, oh my gosh, great solution because we could take our dog with us. Yeah. And so you just start arranging your lifestyle around that. Bring joy back to your email with the RV Hacks and Humor Newsletter. Our monthly email is packed with memes, videos, guides, and news straight to your inbox. Subscribe today via the link in our description box. I was working at a job I had to report to the office at the time. So I chose to seek a new job that I could do remotely. And so that was the first step, that was really. The first step. Yes, finding yep. a job I could do remotely. And then that's far more easy now post pandemic than it was pre pandemic. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more companies yeah. open to that idea, which I think is fantastic because it just opens up this opportunity for so many more people now. And it's the internet connectivity is so much easier. The jobs are more forgiving of remote work and they understand that it can work and to be viable. So I think the opportunities now are even greater than they were when we launched back in 2014. Oh, yeah. This is such, basically, if you have a job that you can do on a computer, it's very, extremely likely you could do this job remotely. And a lot of people who do this job actually have physical jobs. They just do it remotely, like traveling mm -hmm. nurses or people who work in hospitality that people have who the spikes in the summers and winters in the season. Some people dive yeah. into lakes and ponds to retrieve golf balls. I mean, to find a job there's all works. sorts of jobs out there. It's just a matter of opening up your mind, which is what I think that pizza restaurant experience did for us. It just opened our mind to new possibilities. And, you know, something that Marcus said, I think, I think he put it in our first book, Living the RV Life, is once your mind's open and you see new possibilities and it's like you get out of the box, right, that 
you know, you're used mm-hmm. to being in. And when you're surrounded by other people in a box, your thinking is in a box. But when you step out of that and you meet all of these people, so many interesting people in the RV life that find a way to make it work for them in different ways, shapes and forms. And it makes you realize, wow, there are so many other options and possibilities out there. Thousands and of other boxes. Thousands of other boxes. <laughs> so if you don't like that box and it doesn't work out, guess what? There's another one, but you don't necessarily have to go back to what you came from there's or it can evolve into something else as has happened for us did we know when we hit the road we'd end up being approached by a publisher and writing books and creating a school and we had no idea it wasn't the intention it was no. just to be able to have the freedom and see more places with yeah. limited time off and, and that, and that never me. and that never would have happened if you just stayed home and said oh well maybe someday yeah exactly right? you know I, we have I, a friend I, this, who oh i'm sorry no 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 you go ahead short story we have a friend who i remember having a conversation and and he was wanting to do something different he'd been in the same career since college and he just couldn't kind of get his head around it and as somebody who's been self-employed for a very long time that's hard for me to kind of understand and it wasn't until you know i said to him what do you think about when you look out the window at work like what what do you think about and dream about he said my office doesn't have any windows. He works in a high security clearance building. And I just literally, do you remember what oh, I did? A little I was piece just of like, jewelry that I day. gasped and, my, and I did. I, I, I just like, gasped. I, I, my, for those of you listening, my jaw just dropped and I went, what? He's in a I high security role and he literally doesn't have a window and he hasn't had a window since 20 whatever years of age, like 20 years ago. And so he literally can't look out the window and he cannot literally physically see another world outside of the box that he's in every day and that was really humbling for me to realize and to put myself in his situation and go oh now i get it and instead of me thinking what do you mean you can't think of things you could do this you could do that he's super smart guy but he literally could not see outside of that box literally sometimes you just need someone to share that idea and that concept with you to open up a whole new world yeah I, I would imagine that would be very good for focus because there's nothing else to look at. So we might as well just get back to work. But uh, <laughs> right, he's not allowed to have his cell phone either. So he's probably very focused. Oh my, oh my gosh. Um, th- there, there definitely is a better way to live for sure. Uh, so let, let's talk about, so you guys uh, both got the RV, you figured out what you needed to figure out. And and I don't want to go in the weeds of all the stuff with mail and, and internet. That's all on your website. It's all in your blog. Uh, it's all in your books, I'm sure. So so I don't want this to be a uh, Q&A, how to do stuff. But what I want to know, yeah, what, yeah, what I want to know is, is you guys set out, but you know, you're not retired. You don't have this great pension and you just like wake up in the morning and think, huh, what do I feel like doing today? You guys actually have work to do, but you're doing it on your terms. Unpack that for me. What does that look like for you to be, you know, full-time self-employed, uh, employed, uh, whatever it may be? What does that look like as you're traveling? Well, in the early days when I had that other job, I had very strong commitments to that job. In fact, a funny story with that is that my office was the bunkhouse that we converted and I could literally reach the door handle to the bathroom. And on certain days of the weeks, my meeting load was so heavy, I could not go in that room. I just couldn't get away from my desk for five and six hours at a time And but because I had heavy commitments. And so then I we started transitioning. Even though I had the freedom of the lifestyle, I still had a lot of work. But over time, we've transitioned our work to more and more freedom. And now that we work for ourselves and we don't have specific deadlines, we have a lot of freedom in when and where we work. So 
if I, the weather's great, I might go for a bike ride in the middle of the day and then get a little bit of work done later. And so we have all that freedom to be able to choose how we structure our day and our weeks. You know, we, instead of taking a Saturday, Sunday off, we might take a Monday, Tuesday off or whatever we want to choose. And it's just really great having that freedom. And I say in the other books that freedom can be a little addictive, that once you start having all these new options opened up to you, you can crave that more. And then Julian also, we talk about how there's many forms of currency. Mm-hmm. And that is that some people love a very high salary, and then but they're willing to give up freedoms and choices. And others might choose, like us, might choose to have more freedoms to in exchange for the salary or for experiences instead of savings or whatever it's it's just all choices yeah the quote is uh i learned it once years ago in australia it was we all get paid what we're worth it just depends what currency we're willing to accept and you know for mark for example he had that job when he started and he was even though his mom warmed it was going to be a career killer hitting the road in the navi he was actually promoted twice while on the road because he was still able to perform his job at a high level and then the third time they tried to promote him a vp of operations he declined that role and it would have paid more money and it would look good on his resume and all of that but he also he was suddenly on the group texts with the rest of the leadership team and his phone would be blowing up with messages and then all their replies and he's just like this is I don't want this. I want to be able to switch off at five o'clock and go and explore a national park and not be worried about my phone lighting up about stuff at eight o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night. And he made a conscious choice not to take that promotion and that extra money and that, you know, prestige of that role. Cause that's not the, you, you need to really decide for yourselves. What is the most important thing to you that makes you happy? And it's, it's really takes a lot of courage to do that because society tells us, what, you know, so many things we get in society and social media. Mm-hmm. Oh, it means having this job or making this much money or having this kind of a house or car or RV for that matter. You know, you, you know, you can afford to do this no matter what your budget is. You don't need a brand new RV. Do not go spend a lot of money on an RV, especially your first one, because that's what will teach yeah. you the most. But just figure out what makes you happy. And I can tell you that being in debt and having big expenses is so stressful. That does not, if you want a life of freedom, going out there with, you know, big loans is not a way to get there because you're not going to feel free because you have to be a slave to that. So, you know, find out what you want and uh, start. This, this is a, this is a really important topic. Forgive me for jumping in. This is an important topic. Uh, we're, we're getting close on time, but I want to, I want to touch on this real quick. I think this is really cool because uh, this is something that I get kind of uh, fired up about that, that whole idea of, are we living to work or are we working to live? Mm-hmm. And and you guys made the choice that we want to live. Uh, the mm-hmm. idea of trading uh, hours for dollars um, versus, you know, what a, a lot of people do is, you know, we're going to create this thing and let it do do the work for us. Um, there was a topic that you guys touched on. Uh, it's one of the burrs in my saddle. When we look at uh, across the world, how much vacation time different uh, countries get. Uh, and and when you look at it, you know, just, just to kind of... Uh, shorten this story, the global average of uh, annual vacation time is roughly about four weeks. Mm-hmm. And the U.S. is second from the bottom of that list with not a policy, but a default of two weeks or 10 work days. That is the American default of average work time. That is a problem that um, mm-hmm. that is an epidemic that you know, we haven't tried to solve because it's not high enough on our priority list. We're dealing with COVID, we're dealing with wars, we're dealing with uh, all sorts of stuff. But at some point we need to 
navigate out of this lack of time off and lack of priority on life. What are your thoughts on that? We absolutely do, Jeremy. And in fact, that was one of the primary drivers for us hitting the road is that when I took that remote job, that the company's average was five days of PTO, not even vacation. That's including sick days. So I negotiated to be able to at least have the two weeks, but that was still a very small amount. And and with those limitations, we wanted to be able to live a bigger life. And that's why we hit the road with the RV is that when we were out and about, we were able to still travel and explore because every hour outside of those work hours was in a new and interesting location. But I agree 100% that mm. that's a real problem in our society and that people overworking and having that lack of boundaries. And when you're out and yeah. traveling and even when you're regular life, I've always had good work-life balance. And it's it's about setting boundaries with your employer. And if you don't set them, they'll set them for you and they'll be much higher than what's realistic. And so I would highly recommend people yeah. keep their priorities. I, I, think that is, I, I think that is a tremendously underrated epidemic uh, just within our American culture that at some point we need to reckon with. And granted, you see jobs where, especially the international companies, they're like, oh, I, you know, we normally give our people eight weeks of vacation. You only want four weeks? Great, let's do that. And we're thinking, woo, we got four weeks. Uh, I think that's something that we all need to look at. But you have effectively hacked that problem by putting yourselves traveling all the time while you're working and and finding a compromise between that. And and I I love it. Yeah. And have your set hours and times that you are willing to work. You know, when I was out traveling, part of the advantage of the traveling was that once I had started telling people that I was traveling, I tried to keep it down low for the longest time. But that when I was when after work, you know, when a time with the end of the day came, I just left my phone at work or just pretended I was out of cell coverage because I was not at my desk. And so just allows you to sorry have, i didn't get for, back to you i was sorry, hiking I was in a national hiking. park no cell coverage <laughs> so they learn to they learn to be able to depend on you during work hours and learn not to reach out to you outside of those hours you just got to teach them <laughs> yeah you have to train them that i love that um anyone who wants to learn more about you anyway and please show those books if, if we if we want to buy your books if we want to follow your blog if we want to learn more from you the rv educators where do we go well, the books are available where all books are sold. Um, but the easiest place to find everything is rvlove.com. And that's our blog. And that's the home of everything. All over social media, we're mostly called RV Love Travel on social. But the books are wherever all books are, are where all books are sold. And uh, yeah, we just hope that people find them helpful. And if you have any questions, you can hit us up on social or over at the blog. You can shoot us an email. We're always happy to help. Well, and we did talk about this before we started recording. You mentioned that at some point, this just this this lifestyle is now your normal. You don't think that much about it, but I can I can guarantee you there are people that are inspired by what you're doing. Thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you for leading the charge and showing that there is life beyond work and there is life beyond the home. Uh, and and I think what you guys are doing is having a tremendous impact. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You so I appreciate much. you having us on, Jeremy. Calling all RVers. We've partnered with amazing brands like Brooklyn Bedding, Road Pass, Empire Covers, and more to get our fans incredible savings on their wishlist items. Are you ready to finally hit purchase on that item you've been hovering over? Our exclusive RV travel coupon booklet will get that final price where you want it. 
Download the link in our description box to start saving. We have a sponsor for this part of the episode, and that's Jackery, who shares our love for RV tips, tricks, and hacks. Their power generators are reliable and efficient, making them great companions for your outdoor adventures. With their portable power stations, you can enhance your comfort and stay safe. Visit jackery.com for more tips and tricks. I'm Allie Lindsay from Frisco, Colorado. And this summer, my husband Derek and myself planned an extended vacation for two months living in our travel trailer, a Rockwood Geo Pro. It has a bunk bed for the kids. We have two little girls, Susie, who's seven years old, and Jojo, who is six years old. And they are loving their bunk beds and their cozy little corners. And we decided to travel cross country, um, leaving our small mountain town to check out other really cool mountain towns. And while Derek and I work using our handy Starlink, um, our little girls are attending summer camp and they are having an absolute blast. This trip took tons of planning, tons of organization, but I was able to enroll them in amazing camps in various mountain locations. They are started at Adventure Camp in Frisco, Colorado, and then hit Jackson Hole, Wyoming for their Grand Adventure Camp. Then we headed on to Grand Targhee in Wyoming, where they are attending camp there, climbing and swimming. And then we head to Whitefish, Montana for their last mountain camp. Then we travel up to Glacier across to Michigan, and they will be attending tennis and sailing camp in Harbor Springs, Michigan. Um, we really packed our trailer with our four mountain bikes, two road bikes, two kayaks, two paddle boards, three skateboards, four pairs of hiking boots, four helmets, lots of bathing suits, plenty of sneakers, and lots of games. Um, we're keeping our children really entertained and they're loving every second of it. And they're really enjoying camps in different locations. Um, to any parents out there trying to do this, it's definitely doable. I suggest being really organized, having a spreadsheet to track all your notes. And when it comes to making lunches every day, have lots of little Tupperwares and lots of snacks and fresh fruit to give your children so they stay happy and healthy throughout their travels. Thank you for another great story from the road. That's the show this time around. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and let us know what stories and tips you want to hear more of. Until next time, we hope you have safe travels and we'll see you down the road.